There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash wondery and use code wondery for twenty percent off your first purchase. Welcome to the Nerds Podcast number six ninety-two. Uh so we're gonna do the community corkboard now. Katie Levine is sitting to my left, uh, with her phone in hand, yeah. ready to tell us. Uh, someone they didn't write their name, but they want to they want to promote their podcast called Superhero Speak, and it's a podcast about comic books and comic book related media. And you can find it at superheroespeak dot com slash wp. And uh, your mom follows them on Twitter. They said, which is at superhero. My mom will follow you on Twitter. <laughs> by the way, if you go to Nerdist Mom, she'll follow you on Twitter. Uh, also, I want to say that we're going to have a Nerdist podcast uh, panel at comic-con again this year yes and it's going to be moderated by jonah i think matt will be there too and then pete holmes emily gordon kumail nanjiani 12 year old gil will be there that's huge sex nerd sandra yeah and what day it's, is that? it's at it's on friday july 10th and it's at 4 30 p.m at the horton grand theater fantastic and I'll, I'll give more info about how to get tickets to it or how to get in on the comic-con tip um i'm doing stand-up friday night at the balboa as part of the fun comfortable tour um the winner of the of the uh, Totino's favorite comedian contest, who was on the um, the stand up cluster, mm-hmm. which we're going to post very soon, uh, he is going to be there performing, and there will be a couple of surprise guests doing sets on that Friday night. The show's at seven thirty, I believe. Then Saturday night, we're doing two live podcast shows. The first one is at uh, seven thirty or eight, and then the next one is like around ten. Uh, but if you go to funcomfortabletour.com, dot com, you can get ticket links uh, and information for that. This episode is Lauren Lapkus, who is a brilliant improviser who's been on At Midnight before, uh, and she also it happens to be in Jurassic World right now, and a bunch of others. She's been on Orange is the New Black. She's has her own podcast, and she's a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant comedy entity. And uh, and so much fun to have on. So she's on a new show right now called Clipped. It's on TBS Tuesdays at 10 p.m. on TBS and TBS.com. Uh, and uh, that's number 692 with Lauren Lapkus. Now entering Nerdist.com. Stopped by police. Apparently, she was on the freeway. Who Sorry, my twenty-year-old cousin is visiting. Uh, oh, just the one that immediately asked you where to get weed. Yep, and this is also <laughs> the one that uh, she was gone for three hours, and I texted her. I was like, "Where'd you?" She was like, "I'm gonna go walk up to like Colorado Boulevard," and then I texted her. I was like, "Where? Where'd you go?" And then she sent. I just got a picture from her smiling in front of the psychiatry museum, and she was like, <laughs> "I went to the psychiatry museum. It was the best." <laughs> So oh no! Well, that's, that's a Scientology yes, thing. Yes, it is. So your cousin's now a Scientologist. Oh, no. no, but anyway, so this morning she was like, "I'm gonna walk to the beach." I'm like, "No, you can't walk to the beach. I live like a half mile from here." <laughs> so, but like I was saying, technically she could. Yeah, I mean you yeah. could. It would take three hours and forty-eight minutes to walk there. Quicker uh, than driving. So she took my. I was, she's like, "Well, how am I going to get to the beach?" I was like, "We well, could take a bus to the beach. It'll t- take an hour and a half." I was like, "I would drive you, but I have to be at this podcast at noon." And uh, I didn't even think of that. But I was like, "She's like, well, can I take your bike?" I was like, uh, "Yeah, take my bike." And then I got a text from her mother that said, uh, "She's." Uh, <laughs> the text was. She's lost on a bike on the freeway crying. Oh L- my god, why'd why she get on, she on the, the freeway? freeway? LOL. Do you think like her Google Maps was like, go on the freeway? I, th- I don't know if car? she hit bike route or whatever. And then she's like, and then the next text I guess is she horrible. got stopped by police. They searched her. Because that's insane. Uh, and she's at some Taco Bell. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god Jeez. what day every every by the way signs. every inch of that story is sad uh, yeah, she said uh, call her when you can to give her directions the police drove her off the freeway oh my god so i'm gonna go take care of that for a second and then i'll be back that's so sad Matt, go rescue your cousin Wow. Uh, That's insane. This is why people hate Los Angeles when they visit it. Yeah, because they like don't know what happens. they're doing. Well, it's just that you I, can't, you can't, LA, you cannot treat it like a regular city. Don't use public transportation. Yeah, right. Public transportation is great. The subway is cool. Yes. But the bus systems are all fucked up. Well, yeah, it's, and, and then I told, I told her, I was like, here's the deal. If you're going to go, if you're going to ride the bike to the beach, which is something I do all the time, but I ride the bike all the time, I was like, you go to Venice Boulevard, ride down to Venice yeah, Boulevard because so they have a big, bike lane. Nice and wide. A nice wide bike lane. I just want to picture the it. moment where she's getting on well, the, the freeway on-ramp. and merging I don't with cars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like how that's, and that's like a, that's a lot of leg strength to go up those ramps. Yeah. <laughs> There's like so many points where you could turn around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> go go, go, go like, There's so much debris on the su- in this bike lane. <laughs> so many hubcaps. Also, I'm going to guess which Taco Bell she's at. I'm going to say it's probably the one on Venice, right? The one that has the, by the Starbucks and the Wendy's. Should we? I don't. Should we put down best? I don't know. Maybe. That's what I'm guessing. I don't think. Maybe. She made it you that think far. she got that far? No. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. She's probably like got a French shot or something like that. Um, she he must, should I go get like... her. <laughs> <laughs> right, right well, the good news is he won't have to take the bike home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, my trip to LA was a lot like Adventures in Babysitting. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing went right. Crazy. Oh, what a fun reference! That was a fun movie. <laughs> a fun reference. Me and uh, Kamel and I uh, broke down the fact that I, all my references don't go past the year 2000. It's, uh, every, I, I don't know how to reference anything past that year. Blaine Capatch can't go past 1989. Yeah. I yeah, can only right. reference two movies. What's that? And they're big and 13 around 30. Those are very <laughs> similar. And like Little Mermaid. Yes. Oh, very similar too. Big it's all people and 13 shifting around 30. Yeah. So, so <laughs> <laughs> two like severe body changing. Yes, movies. that's all I care about. Which did you prefer one or the big other? Big is my favorite, of but course. 13 around 30. I also like 17 again, but. 17 again, it was a very good. underrated movie. Yeah. I think that's when I fell in love with uh, Zac Efron. Yeah, I was kind of, I was like, I get it now. This mm-hmm. guy's legit. Oh, that's not the one I thought it was. There was the oh, eighteen again. 18 I think again, was that's the one with, with Patrick Dempsey and uh, oh, I've George never Burns. seen that. Is that no? A body I don't switch? think it's I don't think it's Patrick Dempsey. I think it's Charlie. Um, I think it's Charlie Schlatter. Poor man's Patrick Dempsey. Hey, come on, know, Charlie's I, I funny. Just, yeah. His dad was George Slaughter. He produced uh, all those old comedy specials. Yeah, so eighteen again is uh, an old man. Turns into a young guy. He's 81 on his 81st birthday. Um, turns into a young guy. It was around the same time as like Father Like Son when there was Body Switch movie. Yeah, and, that was and that, vice that, versa. That, you know, well, I don't know vice versa. Like vice versa was Fred Judge, Savage. Oh, Fred Savage I want to see Reinhold. that. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and, and it's like Judge was it like Reinhold's a cool on, kid and a nerd or something or what's uh, like? No, no, it's like a dad and a son. Judge Reinhold's that much older than Fred Savage? Yeah, well, he was probably like 15 years older. Yeah. Than, yeah. But it was like basically it was like the best opportunity for Fred Savage to just like or for uh, Judge Reinhold to just be a wacky kid. Yeah, and like you know the, the there was a curse on like father like son because this is the urn because now Dudley Moore is dead and uh, Kirk Cameron is a fucking crazy. He might as well be dead <laughs> to me. Dead to <laughs> He's dead to you. Yeah. Uh, but we're here to talk about Lauren Lapkus, who has not been in any type of body switching no. comedy yet, and I guess we'll just have to settle for one of the most successful movies of all time. Okay. At this point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> have a bit of humility, please. No. You were you were in a you really were like you know what was great about you in Jurassic World is that was a part that you that it's one of those things where. You could have been cut down. Oh, yeah. And you weren't. You're in a shit ton of the movie. Yeah, oh, yeah. I didn't know if I was going to really be in it a lot. So I was kind of like, oh, I'm in it. Like, you know, we'll see. And you even had the helicopter shot. Oh, that was exciting. That was my first day. So I was like, help. (laughs) You you were part of one of my favorite moments of a movie. And now that so many people have seen it, I feel like it's not spoiling it, but it's when he. When he goes into kiss and you're like, I have a boyfriend. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's such great. a fucking fantastic moment. Yeah. It was really fun. Did you guys improv that? Or did yeah, they... we did. The dialogue was improvised and it was originally scripted that we would kiss. Right. And then uh, they added their kiss in to the movie. They weren't going to kiss initially like Chris and, and Bryce's characters. Right. So uh, I think it was funnier to have us not have that moment. It was such that's a good really moment. Yeah, yeah, I'm that happy that it worked out that a huge reaction in the theater. And and they, cool. they played it. They Colin played it so like the it, it was that moment was it just hung for a second. Yeah, yeah. Such a the good tension. Moment. Yeah, it was yeah. fun. But you never you never talk about it. <laughs> 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 work. <laughs> Meanwhile, hundreds of people are being yeah. ravaged. Uh, it was, but congratulations. Thank you. That's really crazy. Thank you. Have you noticed any effects? Like, I mean, have you? 
Have you felt the effects of being in the number one movie of, of a long time? Uh, not really. I've gotten a lot more Instagram followers, but that's sure. about the only notable difference so far. So, I mean, it's kind of cool. But um, my family, I get, I get, I've gotten texts from people I didn't haven't spoken to in like 10 years so that's been interesting asking other things <laughs> yeah hey can yeah. I come give me uh, money can I have money <laughs> so I made uh, about a trillion dollars uh, can I break me up a piece of that yeah, can I, like, oh that's not how it works yeah no, 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 I, saw, I saw the numbers can you I read me? Entertainment Weekly <laughs> can you introduce me one of them pterodactyls that'd be really <laughs> red yeah that's not real you be, you're a bitch now Lauren yeah. what yeah. happened you, you should changed. be cool yeah <laughs> <laughs> no it's just there aren't pterodactyls old Lauren would have said there were pterodactyls <laughs> no she wouldn't have no that's dumb <laughs> <laughs> you lost your whimsy. <laughs> Are you coming on at midnight soon? Yes, I am. Yeah, with uh, people from my cast of my show, Clipped. Yeah, oh, that's next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's going to be uh, Ryan Pinkston, Ashley Tisdale, and me. So There's a fun. nice big uh, billboard for Clipped up on uh, on Sunset Boulevard. Yeah, really I haven't gotten nice. to see that, but I'm excited about it. How's George Went? He's awesome. God nice. damn it. He's amazing. That's what you want to hear. He's so cool. Yeah. He's like very funny. and like He's has from ama- Chicago, right? Yeah, and he was like a Second City guy. He's yeah. got a million great stories about all that old stuff. That's awesome. It's awesome. Did yeah. he like Did he like that about you, like that you came from improv? And- yeah, there were a few of us in the cast who are improvisers, so we all like geeked out over George. Oh, and, that's great. Yeah. You guys have to do, please, if you ever, listen, I'm offering you this. You don't have to take it. But if you ever want the Nerdist space at Meltdown, if you and jo- if you guys and George Wendt just want to come and do games one night. Just oh, my God. That would be fun. I think just as a cast, it would be really fun. And I think. I know, think a lot of people would love that in my cast. Yeah, that would be cool. Please. Yeah, please please let me know. Idea. Cool, yeah. yeah. And then George could just, you know, like if he's there. Like, oh, hop yeah, oh George, I guess you could just play or whatever. Uh, no yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the, the thing about improv for me is that the longer you don't do it, the scarier it is gets yeah i think that's true for sure i haven't really taken any break ever in the last like 12 years of doing it so i don't i but i've seen that happen to people where they take a few years off and they're like i don't I'm, i don't want to get on stage but uh, yeah. i think it comes yeah. back get you to in you your head and like you like never know when to jump in yeah was, yeah i've seen that happen on so many like uh sh- improv shows where you can tell the person that like wasn't there the week before right you know? yeah it'll get a little rusty yeah i mean you, yeah. you what you you, what you should not be thinking is if you know you have an improv show coming up, is going, oh my god, what am I going to say on stage? Like you shouldn't be having <laughs> yeah. that. The worst. That is, that yeah. is. You saved her already. Yeah. How did you do that? Well, listen, the cops. Uh... Which Taco Bell? <laughs> <laughs> I'm at the Pizza Hut. Uh, <laughs> Taco Bell. I'm at the combination Pizza Hut and Taco Bell. Pico and Bundy. Okay. Yeah. So she she's got West far. LA. Got very far. Was, was that all on the freeway? A lot of it was on the freeway. Oh my god, I'm so scared. Like That's just crazy. riding on the shoulder? I don't. I, I bet this is going to come up on LAist. You could, oh, right? <laughs> right? You could uh, like fall off the side of the freeway. Could I would never bike? ever like... think to <laughs> approach the freeway. A, it's not legal in Massachusetts, so I don't know where she got the idea she could go on the right. freeway. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking millennials, right? Oh they can do anything they want. They, no they can rules. do anything. They can get on they any can. freeway. That's the worst. <laughs> Damn it. That's the worst she part. got really far. It they went can. well. Yeah, it went well for her. I don't <laughs> she'll do it again. She'll be her they heal up real fast. Fine. Bunch of Wolverines. They're just Wolverines. Oh Is she still going to the beach? Yep. Fine. She said, yeah, she said, she's like, listen, I made it this far. I'm not going to turn yeah, around. She might as well relax she's not, a little bit. I mean, she's still got a ways Monday. to go. No, she's got like 20 minutes, I think, on the bike from Bundy. You think so? That's yeah. still That's still a good 35 40 blocks from the, yeah, the bike. Well, how do you not you're riding your bike on the side of the freeway how do you not like flinch every time a car barrels yeah, by <laughs> also like I've been driving in a car and a large truck has gone by and you feel the wind hit oh, the car yeah. you know what I mean it's like I can't it imagine it would knock you over things oh, going God. at what did she learn at that psychiatry place <laughs> <laughs> I am an invincible alien yeah like, you can do anything and then she went to the the next day she went to the she went she's like oh I went to the Scientology building and I was like what she's like they tried to sell me a book for an hour and i was like did you give them your name she's like no i was like okay i don't believe her my name is dory shafrir <laughs> no! um, or maybe she didn't make it oh. ghost cousin uh but she's uh she's gonna she, she said the cops told her to go just go down pico uh, and and you'll get there. You'll see the beach. And I said the cops are correct. Go down Pico. Bundy's Bundy's behind you. Head oh towards where God. you see no How's trees. How's she gonna get home though? She can't bike back the whole way. Oh, she shouldn't. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I'll pick her up eventually when okay. we get yeah. out of these podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's. I figure she's got a good 
you know, six hours of fun over at the beach. Yeah. You know, you there's, can a, there's a Ferris wheel. There's a lot She's to got explore. a towel with her. I gave her a yeah. backpack. She needs to come down from the experience. Yeah. She just, yeah. 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 The adrenaline <laughs> needs to leave her body. So she'll be doing a heavy amount of drugs between 26 and She had a towel in her hand, too, when she was going to get on the bike. I'm like, what are you doing? There's... I was like, put it in a bag. And I went and like emptied out a backpack. It was like, put it in here. God. I'm just glad there was Poor like nothing thing. in my backpack. <laughs> yeah. Lauren, what was the stupidest thing you did when you were 20? Oh my God, there's a bunch. One thing that was really dumb that comes to mind is I I moved to New York after college for like a little bit and I I got off the plane one time for coming home and I got into one of those creepy vans you're not supposed to get into where they're like, do you need a ride? And like they, yeah. uh, they and I was like, oh yeah. And you started taking my bag and I felt bad about it the whole time. And I didn't have a smartphone, you know, whatever. And so I got in this creepy dude's car and the whole time I was like paranoid like, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump out I'm gonna jump out like he was he was asking me really like crazy questions like about his like which religion do you think I am like he was like a, oh. a Middle Eastern guy and he was like trying to get me to offend him and like oh. it was like terrifying <laughs> and I was so scared and it was really late at night and I had no idea like where I was or how we like if we were going the right way or anything and like finally we got to my place and he overcharged me by a lot and I just uh-huh. like got out and like cried it was horrible oh. It was you, re- you really, it's you really don't. Th- you take for granted most of the time that you're safe all the time, but it really doesn't take much to all of a sudden put you in a, in an environment where you're like, oh my god, I could just die. Like, yeah, I could yeah. Just be dead. Right. Uh, he now. could take me anywhere right now and, and like no do one horrible things, and no one would know, and it's horrible. Ugh. It was really bad. Yeah. So don't get in those. <laughs> no, never do. And, and like as he was putting my suitcase in, like there were people looking, and I was just like, can I make it stop? And I just didn't. Like there were uh, so many times where I just kept like letting not, it happen. Technically, they're not supposed to solicit for for rides. At right. The yeah, it's illegal. Yeah, I'm like. What he was doing was legal, and he was a creepy guy, and it was horrible, and I was too... But he made his money. You got to your destination. Everything's fine. It actually worked out great. (laughs) What if he's on a podcast right now going, one time I picked up this girl at the airport, and she was really skittish and weird, and it made me feel bad about myself. I I just wanted to to know what religion I love. real weird and quiet. I mean, it's fine to not be into religion, but you you could at least just have a conversation with a person. That's the way she cried. I think she was crazy. Yeah, and then I got really nervous at the end. I just blurted out a number. I'm sure it was too much money, but I just I, just I, I hope that's his side of it. it was, but I feel like at that age, you just do things that you you don't realize are dumb right. as you're doing them. You're, or you do realize, but you can't stop it. Like right. I, I could see myself being that, like, I'm on a freeway. How do I not be on the freeway? What am I doing? What am I doing? What am I doing? That's crazy. So dumb. Uh, so are you are you shooting anything else right now? I mean, like, are you done shooting clips? Is it, is it yeah, we're now? done now, okay. and it just premiered last week, and um, yeah. So I'm just now I'm working on a new project that I don't know if I can announce yet, but so I, Star Wars, yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> just trying Sweet. to be in all the big things. <laughs> <laughs> she'll also she'll also be in the second episode of the Meltdown with Jonah. That's true. Oh, cool. That was really fun. That was a lot of fun. She plays my sister. That do you, really uh, is it, do, has, has your air changed at all? Like the day, the week, the Monday after Jurassic World opened to like half a billion dollars, did you call your agent? And were, if they were like, oh, he's on another call right now, were you like, really? <laughs> well, is that other client in a movie that just made a half a billion dollars? Yeah, or do like you go I'm fuck a total bitch now. Uh, Lauren, he's on the phone with the Beta Raptor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, that's fine. Blue, that's the real star of the film. I think we all. I know. don't want to do Candy and Hoda Raptor. I told you you're gonna have to do this. There are not a lot of roles for raptors. Hey, you're good at that. Thank you. <laughs> and then we, it turns out that Raptor was played by Emma Stone, and everyone's like, come on! Again? Ah, why you gotta... Did you guys think that was bad? What? what? That they cast her as that? No, I know a lot of, like, it's like, I know a lot of people that look white. Raptors. Yeah. Like raptors. And are raptors. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't know. I didn't, that didn't really bother me that much. I thought like, that was a weird thing to get angry at. It's like, yeah, they could have got someone that did have Sorry. a bit of uh, Asian Chris, hair. Let's have our own conversation over, over there. What? <laughs> What's that? I'm so embarrassed with the joke that I made that I'm not going to. Oh, I didn't hear it. it. I didn't it. I won't listen to this, so you got to tell me Damn now. It. I said Eminem is my favorite white raptor. Okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. That's nice. See, that's exactly the reaction. <laughs> 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 you said it again. Oh, <laughs> oh that's right. Okay. Chris, so <laughs> maybe the third time. Comedy is the second time you say stuff is the funniest. <laughs> yeah. Third time. 
White Raptor. <laughs> now it's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I thought I thought that was kind of a weird thing. It's like, you know, yeah. people can get angry at the fact that it was kind of a weird movie, like a sloppy movie. But like, yeah. the, 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 that whole thing was I just, you know what I think? I think it's, it's exactly what we were talking about on the Hostful the other day with about Rachel Dolezal. Yeah. I oh. think white people do not have a say in whether or not it's offensive if someone plays another race. That's you're true. Not, you're not in that race, yeah. so you don't get to say. Yeah. You don't get to say, like, that's offensive. It's like, well, but it's not. It's almost... More offensive when people get indignant and it's not their family. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. That, that, yeah. Kinda, that kind of drives me crazy. Hey, like, we all know, part of the same fam. We are the same <laughs> fam. Humans. We're human on the inside, y'all. Yo. Mm. We're all pink on the inside. Ew. I think. Ew. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I dig the point. I don't when like the delivery ew, service. it made me feel weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jonah, ew. As a human, ew. I don't appreciate your reaction. It's uh. not disgusting. Oh. 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 I'm a human, too. <laughs> I'm a human. I get to make my own. I thought we were all black and Inside. Wait, what? I'm rotting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the strain. <laughs> yeah. It's your diabetes, Jonah. Oh, <laughs> well, you no. know, Jonah, you can get your diabetes medication for just a moment. Who was that again? Who did that? Wilford Brimley. Wilford Brimley. Yeah. My favorite thing is a picture of Wilford Brimley at 50 and Tom Cruise at 50. Yeah. And Wilford Brimley looks exactly like Wilford Brimley. <laughs> he's and like Tom a thousand Cruise years old. Exactly like <laughs> he's like aged so badly. It's really a testament to clean living. Yeah. I guess it is. Yeah. Or Scientology. Clear living. Is Clear, what living. I meant. Yeah. Oh Clear living. Yeah, maybe, you're, uh, maybe uh, your cousin should turn around. Tom son. Cruise is still hot. He is. Oh, yeah. yeah. No question about it. Yeah. No, no. You're not going to get any argument here from these three fellas. Guys, <laughs> he's hot. Say it. He's yeah. super nice. <laughs> you know what I can't stand is um, Chris Pratt, how hot he is. Yeah, he's very good looking. It's, it's a bummer. It's like Katie, like when he was on the podcast, I couldn't come. And like I was like, how was the podcast? Why couldn't you come? Her reaction was like, he's so hot. He is very good looking. Yeah, he's also very funny, though. Yes, that's the bummer part. I know. Is that like he was one for us. Yeah. Like slubby Man, guys. you're attractive and funny and cool. Fuck you. Yeah. Once he got ripped, I was just like, well, there's no excuse for any of us now. <laughs> yeah, Liz, yeah. Liz, we still got Pratt, right, guys? Yeah, yeah. There was oh. a, you, know the, you know what's funny? A lot of people, since the third season of Orange is the New Black has come out, a lot of people keep on saying, well, at least there's still Matt Peters. Oh, which yeah. is like, I think, great. Like, Matt Peters has filled their funny, like, slummy no. guy. But Matt Peters takes that as, like, are they saying I'm like a fat Chris I was, Pratt? I was going to say, like, how does that feel to be mad? No, he, he hates it, but yeah. uh, Susan Burke, his wife, loves it. Yeah. yeah. I think it's still nice. You're yeah. still saying that he's very funny. And, exactly. Yeah. And, and he's incredibly funny in, that, in the new season. He is great in the new season. Yeah. Yeah. So this thing that you're working on that you can't talk about, what type of breadcrumbs can you drop around the subject? Uh, it's like a thing where I get to do my own thing. Nice. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, so I'm excited. Yeah. And I have like control in a lot of ways. That's right. So, yeah. You're um, playing Janet Jackson. Yes. How'd oh, you know? So great. <laughs> That's what I've always wanted. On the uh, new tour, which is weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess People are going to be very upset. Really yeah. brings us back to that Emma Stone conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm black, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, if you say so, I can't. Yeah. I've always thought that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Janet Jackson's not black. I thought she was part of the Rhythm Nation. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Don't air fucking Farrell. 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 We should get you. We should get you a rope, a rope attached air horn over okay, there. But you're you're doing this like a truck, trucker, yeah. But, yeah, but yeah. you're making an air horn. Yeah, sound. I modified it. Oh, I don't know if you know that. I don't know if you know that, Chris. But those truck horns are air. Those are, no, that's I'm compressed that. air. It's but fine. it's not what it's logically. They are. Horn. Yeah. I don't know that. Yeah, well, now you know. <laughs> did you, did you do that when you were a kid? Did you like go by and make yeah, them yeah. do the thing? Yeah, my grandfather had a CB radio, and then you just you'd get on and just talk to random truckers oh, weird. about stuff. With, uh, that was the life. With with you know with weird with weird fun handles like. This is the ditch witch or whatever. <laughs> ditch witch. Yeah. Ditch witch. Well, that's a thing, right? I forgot. That's an actual thing. Is it? Yeah, I think it's a thing that you can I buy on. Um, at late night infomercials, like there's like a, a like a tiller, uh-huh. and then it, I think the ditch witch like cleans brush out of ditches, oh. like it's wow. a li- with magic. Creepy. Yeah, yeah. So that was a bad example on my part. But how much I liquid does it absorb? I, I don't know. I don't know. So this thing that you can't talk about, you're shooting it now, or you've already shot it's it. It's going to be shooting later this summer. God damn it! Yeah, I know. I I feel like they're going to announce it soon. So I feel, but I don't know. I I feel better just. Your thing is it is it like your your uh, improv? 
Um, no, it's just me. Okay. Yeah. That's great. Is yeah. it an animal, a vegetable, or a mineral? No, I think it's uh, clear it's, it's a one-woman show. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's in some ways something something like that. I can't fucking We should say. stop talking about so, it. It's, just gonna, yeah. it's, it's boring that I can't <laughs> Yeah, it really is. It really <laughs> Sorry, is. Sorry. No, sir? apologies. Stop, keep, stop making me ask you questions about it. <laughs> this is your fault. No, but I'm doing clipped, which everyone can see right now. That's been exciting. That's good. One funny thing that George told me um, about Cheers, because I asked asked him like you know we have like a hype guy we do like a multicam show so there's yeah. like a hype guy in the audience and it's like really crazy the whole show that there's like blaring music whenever we take a break and this guy like pumping everyone up and i was like do they have this on cheers like how did that work <laughs> like what was it he's like no we had a jazz band there was a live jazz Whoa. band so in between scenes there would be like nice jazz music you're just like, giving matt a boner right now because <laughs> cheers is one of his favorite shows and hearing that, that cool? they were playing jazz yeah. i thought that was so cool i was like can we do that now i feel yeah. like people would yeah. enjoy that we're a sophisticated That's people fucking class like that's, Katy Perry blaring. Yeah, that's such a fucking great idea. Like a live band. And Isn't that awesome? Yeah, it's great. I love that. And they have like a warm up guy too, like doing kind of crowd work or whatever, I guess. But yeah, um, but yeah I love that jazz band. California so girls, chill. they're unforgettable. Oh, that would be super cool if it was like a mashup. Bikini's on top. Just Katy Perry hits in the jazz. jazz. Yeah, the um, the uh, the warm up guy is is a, is a it is very important. Yeah, because you have to keep. A lot of people, especially the first season of a show, because totally. people don't know what they're coming to see, and they need to, someone has to focus them and hold them together. Yeah. Yeah. And it does help a lot. I mean, the people get so pumped during the show. Like, they're dancing and, like, showing off their hidden talents and yeah. stuff. And it's, like, insane. You just look up there, and there's, like, people like, of, of all the dark corners of comedy, I think warm-up is probably one of the m- most difficult. I, I, I would so do, hard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's... Have we'll you ever s- done anything like that? Y- yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, at some point, yeah. Yeah, I've, had, yeah. I've, had, I've had to do I warm-up. Know. and What's it's... fucking... Why don't we kickstart a documentary about it? About warm-up? Oh, oh my God. Yeah, I like, think that would be really interesting, yes. actually. <laughs> a lot of the, like, 70s warm-up guys would go on to actually host game shows, because there were so many game shows. Oh, wow. guys that couldn't... Like, uh, cause uh, I'm trying to remember, one of the first Family Feud guys uh, was a warm up guy for an, a sitcom. Oh wow! Yeah, and like some guys, like we should have him do it. So oh, a, you mean Ray Combs? I think Ray Combs was was the, it Ray Combs. He was a warm up guy that went on. Yeah, to, the late the late great Ray Combs went on yeah. to. Uh, he uh, hang himself. Yeah, well, did he? Himself. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Let's talk about that. Okay, so like, how did he do it? Yeah. <laughs> By hanging himself. I believe, oh, okay. yeah, I believe in a closet with, with what? A okay. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're right. Um, uh, where, so where are you performing live then? I do shows at UCB, so I perform on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays at the new space. At the new space, as well as the old space, I do Ask Cat, which we have on Saturdays at the old space and Sundays at the new space. You know, I still have not been to the new space yet. Yeah. Really? It's nice. It's different. I mean, it's different. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's nice because, like, the couches are nice and there's, like, beer that, I mean, there's always beer there, but I mean, it feels, like, clean and fresh. Yeah. So, wait, wait, the ass cats at the new space are in the. Inner Sanctum area? The, no, um, no, it's in the theater. Oh, but they space. moved couches and. Oh, no, I just mean uh, for us. Like, oh, in the for, green yeah, room. Yeah, 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 like the green room's not disgusting. Oh, for disgusting. the performers, the new space is great. Yeah, it doesn't smell <laughs> bad. It's yeah. like clean and painted. Yeah. Well, yeah, because like, in the old. You don't smell birds. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 that's yeah. it. Birds. Like the, garbage, like, yeah. The UCB on Franklin. It, the backstage area shares essentially the – it's basically like an indoor dumpster space yeah. with yeah. the restaurant yeah. and the coffee shop that's right – and all the restaurants yeah, that yeah. are connected. Yeah, barrels of used oil. Or yeah, like yeah, literally yeah. Yeah. just disgusting yeah. so garbage. Yeah, there, to warm there up are next open to it. dumpsters in the back there. Yeah. And yeah. You, you can only – I can only ever – you can only get a few feet outside – the uh, where the dressing room where the green room is where you start to feel like you're going to be attacked by worms. Yeah, there's yeah. like sludge like coming down. It's <laughs> yeah, like it's so very gross. But I it's think so that's weird good for zip zaps off you know, around some <laughs> open garbage cans. You know, though, so I think, demeaning. I think that's good for. I think in a way that's sort of good for comedy though because I think like the grungier a place is in a way it's almost it it frames because comedy should feel a little dirty and yeah. subversive and mm-hmm. and I think sometimes places that make their clubs really nice. It's almost it almost takes you out of the comedy context. Yeah, in a no, way. I think that's true. I think people were afraid of that too with the new space, like moving over there because it's it doesn't have that like cool underground like you're watching something special type yeah. feeling. Like it definitely feels more like a show in a theater. Like you know, you're kind of separate from the audience. You're you're pretty far away from the audience, yeah. which uh, you know I know they had to do because of fire codes. But yeah. like it is a weird thing to be so. It takes far. away a little bit yeah. from. But at a certain I guess just, yeah, especially from the Franklin theater which is just like well, the they're on the stage so yeah like, but it's so like, everything's on top of everything but that's the opposite yeah. problem is that those the last the last couple of years of death ray 
some of the shows weren't as fun because they were so crowded and you just had a tiny space and people were sitting on the stage, Looking sitting up, on the yeah. stage yeah. with their necks craned up and you had a whole cluster of people that didn't look like they were having fun because they were They're like, so uncomfortable. They were yeah. uncomfortable and weird like right there on the stage <laughs> and I think yeah. that even just on a subconscious level, the people in the back are seeing people in the front just look up yeah. and weird. Yeah. Like um, last year I did the, my first show there in, in, in it had been like a year and a half since I'd been doing a show there and just like walking out onto the stage, those floorboards are really starting to go at the one on yeah. Franklin. Yeah, it's, crazy. it's old. Yeah, I mean they haven't, they didn't replace that stage from when it was the Tamron Theater. Like, that's oh like, really? Yeah, I didn't that know was, that. that was already there. Oh weird. And they just built the back thing for the doors. Yeah. Like Aren't yeah. they trying to Unionized 99 seat theaters now? Oh, I don't know. What is this? Someone was just telling me that there's there, that someone's trying to unionize 99 seat theaters. And I love that that's a category. And some of the, and some <laughs> 99 seat theaters. theaters. Uh, <laughs> but then it's, uh, but part of the problem is the 99 seat theaters are like, if you do that, we won't be able to stay in business. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no, cause, yeah cause, there's something nice about it being. I don't know. Being sort of like underground underground yeah, like, experimental you know, staff is just kids not getting paid. Right. Oh, no one's getting paid anybody. Yeah. <laughs> but that's where, <laughs> but that's where you get paid. But that's where you learn. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. where you put the work in. That's where you put all the yeah. work. Yeah. I mean, I never cared about not getting paid. There was that whole like big outrage about it a couple of years oh, ago, last year, stand up versus yeah. improv. But that was like for UCB East mainly, right? Yeah, I think that was the big complaint. Like stand up shows happening there where they don't get paid and stand ups used getting paid everywhere, and so. Well, in New York in particular, stand ups actually do get paid. Yeah. You don't really get paid. Do comedy in LA, so I don't think it would. Any, I don't think anyone because you're always showcasing. Even it's got to be on. Right? So much I got. Thing. You got to get wait for that finger to just point at you. Yeah, yeah. you got to wait. If you're not willing to get on stage for nothing, you're not a real tough one. <laughs> <laughs> when really? you got it, you know, and you don't need money. <laughs> Warm yourself with your jokes at night. Yeah. But I do think that was really surprising for like my family and everyone that was not a comedian in my life as I was like coming up in improv and like you find out that no one gets paid anything. It does seem weird because you come, I mean, especially in Chicago, like the tickets are more expensive for shows and like come and pay fifteen bucks to see a show and you think that the you don't know the performers are going home with nothing. It's a little, it's a little yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, did your did your family support this or were they like? Yeah. Oh, what are you no. doing? they were cool. I mean, it was like I was especially I started in probably like in high school and college and stuff. So oh, that might I, be Obama going to WTF. Oh, is he? <laughs> <laughs> He's Wait, gonna land on Obama Mark's going? roof. He's doing Mark's show. Obama? Yeah. <laughs> the president? Yes. Are you serious? Huh? At his house. At his house. Tomorrow. At the cat ranch. Are you, oh, it's today? It's today. The That's flight. literally him That's flying there. Probably <laughs> him flying over. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Why would they allow that? Why not? I don't I, I, don't know, I no. feel like he shouldn't have time. No, it seems you're weird to be going <laughs> to do have. a podcast. I think because of Mark, because he did the Air America for so long, maybe they're like, oh, he's a political radio show host. I mean, I it's going to be interesting. Also, well, I think we're going to hear a lot about Obama, Obama's dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, like, um, yeah, just, I like, yeah, like, so that's your thing, huh? <laughs> <laughs> what are you, uh, president or whatever? <laughs> yep. So angry. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That'd be really interesting. I had no yeah. idea. Yeah. Holy I'm sure shit! Everyone will listen to that ever. I guess. And that I seems mean, like I'd love to hear him talk for I'll, a long I'll time casually. It. I just cool. want to hear the 15 minute preamble to the episode. <laughs> yeah, he talks about his cats for 20 minutes. Now, <laughs> the this guy. When he came in, I don't know. I didn't know. I looked him in the eye. I, 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 don't know yeah. I was thinking, but you know, he kind of opened up a little bit. I don't. Ah, what, yeah. what the fuck? I just. Yeah. Uh, so who'd you come up with? Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> For your guys, uh, Abe Lincoln. You know what'll be what'll be really what'll be really Ray Combs fun or not fun for Mark is that uh, is all of the pundit shows that dissect the fuck out oh, of God. Oh, like, yeah. like what happened when 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 he did um, Ferns when he did between two. Oh ferns. yeah, oh, yeah. Did people get upset. Well, not only they not, not only did they get upset. Well, like like not only did you know the annoying people get upset, but they dissected it like it was a it was like. Why would he even be? This guy doesn't even. This interviewer doesn't even know what he's doing. And like, oh yeah, yeah. Do you not understand anything? Yeah, yeah. So anything. Dumb. The answer is the set no, literally falls apart. The set literally <laughs> falls apart. And you're like, and even the set is not good. Yeah. Not structurally sound. He could have killed our president. Start over? Why would they just start over? <laughs> Who's this man? He was a politician in some documentary. <laughs> <laughs> That was a recent reference. That was that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Job. It was a good movie. <laughs> what movie are you talking about? Um, the campaign. Mm-hmm. Will Ferrell and Zach. Oh yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, is there anything that you do? You have a specific 
career path? Like, do you do you sort of when I get to a certain point that I'm going to start writing my own movies and I'm going to star in the like? Do you have yeah, like a I, grand plan? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I have a grand plan. I like how it's been going. I feel like it's random in a way that I wouldn't have predicted. Like even just like Jurassic World is not that would never have been something I would think that I would be a part of. So it's kind of fun to just let it happen, but. I yeah, I would definitely like to have like my own show or something or like a sitcom or that. Do you like the sitcom? Do you like? I really do. Yeah, I have so much fun. I I actually really love doing multicam shows. I find it to be like the most fun. Is it because it's pretty close to doing live comedy? Yeah, yeah, and it's like I I like the like kind of amped up energy of it and um, the characters being a little bigger. I have a lot of fun doing that. Yeah. Are you guys? Do they? Do you get? Do you get improv takes on the show? Uh, We we have a little bit, but this. Max and David, our creators, like they're super specific about what they want, and like we end up, like they punch up jokes in the fly and stuff, and we'll like get to do the, that like in the moment, but not as much like improv within the tapings. But it's fun. Do you and do they do they work with you at all? Like from table read to do you get to suggest stuff? Uh, yeah, we've definitely like, pitched jokes and like gotten them in and stuff. So that's cool. Would you want to run your own sitcom? I think that'd be amazing. I can't imagine like I feel like I learn so much with everything that I do about like how everything works. That right now that sounds so overwhelming and crazy, but I, but maybe as I go on and start to like do more and more, I would that wouldn't seem so overwhelming. But yeah, I think as long as you as long as you're lucky enough to get uh, good network executives, yeah, that don't start weighing in on stuff they're like why is the you know <laughs> taking like, away the fun please just trust me yeah I, you know you hired me because you think i'm funny so i know just- yeah and i think that's a scary part of everything how things get so yeah, but there's so many hands on everything and gets so changed from what it was originally that's why i'm actually very pleasantly surprised to hear that they let you riff on jurassic world because like a movie like that then i'd be like just shut up and stick to the script dude that's yeah. why colin trevorrow our director was so amazing because he really like I mean, he came from, like, an indie background, you know? I think that kind of influenced him a bit. I can't I mean, can't say for sure, but he let us, like, take time with our characters, like me and Jake, and I feel like normally that would be so by the book. Like, let's just get this done. Like, these are, like, the plot points that have to happen or we whatever. storyboarded when you're opening your mouth. Exactly, yeah, because yeah, I mean, it's specific stuff that we have to say, but he let us improvise, and, like, there's a couple, like, there's a moment where Jake's talking about, like, my stepdad, and, you know, he's got this whole little improv moment that was just, Colin just let us have fun with it, and, like... So I think that's so cool. I mean, like he was amazing with that. Yeah, and and I, it's nice to see that film is taking chances, but because there's a, there's a lot of dudes who it's like, oh, they had like a really cool indie film, and then all of a sudden they're directing like a two hundred million dollar. But yeah, it's like with you know like with James Gunn, Gun, Jordan Bo Roberts, too many yeah. dudes. Yeah. yeah, let's get some ladies. We need there. women. That's right. Do you want to direct? <laughs> Um, maybe someday. That's not really something I want to do right now, though. After she's show running. Yeah. After she's show running. <laughs> you want to direct the show that directing yes. is a sweet television directing cool. is a sweet ass gig, yeah. mm-hmm. especially sitcom television directing. No, I yeah. know your schedule's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. There's only so much you can do with four cameras. Yeah, and yeah. it's not you're not up all night, no, and you're just like you so go awesome. there, everything's already set up. And it's like, uh, like after a take, it's like, it's like, is that the way you guys usually do it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. yeah. Well, good. it does seem to work that way with sitcoms that like, if you're acting on a show long enough, you get to direct and yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's kind of cool. I mean, I, th- I do think you figure out how it works. Just for I'm sure. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. There's probably stuff I don't know, but. <laughs> were you ever in, Soon it, enough. Yeah, were you ever I'll in the touring it. company? Did you ever go in the touring company? No, I didn't do that. I, um, no. The answer is no. Because <laughs> <laughs> you guys could now. I mean, like, you, in theory, you know, if, if the network was like, hey, we're going to, you know, you, you guys could just go on the road and do shows. Oh, well, the, the cast, you mean? Yeah. Or like, oh, that would be fun. I mean, well, a lot of us do improv, so it could be kind of cool to do that. But, yeah, I don't know. How many, uh, how many characters, I mean, do, when you're improvising, are you ever thinking in the back of your head, like, oh, maybe I could spin this off into a regular character? Or do, is it very disposable for you? Um. A little bit of both. Like I do my own podcast, um, which is called with Special Guest Lauren Lapkus, and the premise is that the guest is the host and I'm the guest, so they come on and they decide what it's going to be and they make me a character. And so I feel like from my improv, I have like an arsenal of characters, but what's fun with this format is that I'm finding that I'm coming up with new stuff that – and it kind of is disposable in a sense because – I do one like hour with it, but then I usually don't revisit it because my next host will give me a whole new thing, and they won't bring back like an old character in this the way that this show is set up. So uh, I I find as I go on that I, I it's more disposable in a good way because I'm pushing myself to like do new different stuff. Honestly, I think if you want to be an actor, then having uh, she is Chris. no I'm not <laughs> you in the in the grand sense. Oh. Yeah, uh, if you want to be an actor, I think having a solid improv background makes you so bulletproof because you it it's so much about being able to just be in the moment and listen 
it would help you get through the audition process and help you. I mean, I, I can't imagine. I almost think you know, like fuck acting class. Just like tag, just get some really solid improv. That's training. what I said. I never took one, so <laughs> I never took an acting class. But I think improv is the best for it because you you do have that kind of blind confidence too, which really helps. Like from doing improv, where you're just like anything can happen, and I'm not going to freak out or like I don't know. Get, yeah, get you also nervous. learn how to ground things too. When yeah, you, when you do enough improv, at least long form. You know? Yeah, and I think UCB really helped me with that because I started at IO in Chicago and I I only did characters for like the first five years that I was doing improv and I never used my own voice at all, like my speaking voice. Yeah. And so once I got to UCB, it was like all about being yourself and they'd be like, Lauren, why are you doing that? And I'm like, don't call me Lauren in the yeah. scene. I'm being a little <laughs> <laughs> I want to hide. <laughs> but then I got used to that and I think that helped with acting so much. Did you ever teach? No, no, I don't like teaching. No. Yeah. How come? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I have a, I mean, I think I've gotten better with it over time, but I have a hard time articulating like why something works or how to do it. I, I'd rather just do it and not explain it. Yeah. So um, I feel like if I were a teacher, I'd be like, just do it right. Yeah. <laughs> like, so what you better. Did wrong. So <laughs> yeah. try it right this time. Yeah, just Let's stop go sucking. Go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, I've done a couple like workshops. I, I've led workshops and I've found like I'm able to explain it more than you know, better than I thought, but it's it doesn't feel like a right like a good fit for me. To yeah. Teach. yeah. A teacher like improv teachers especially are like it's a certain type of guy. It's and it's a real writerly brain because yeah. they're always so good. Every teacher I've had, it's like, you know, they'll a scene will happen, they'll go, That was great. And then they'll just list off like ten different ways the scene could have totally. gone. Or ten different like roots and, and riff off of those roots. I'm just like Chad, uh I forget his last name. It was uh, Chad Carter. Yeah. 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 Like uh, he was like one of my early teachers and like just to see him riff for like five minutes oh, about yeah. all the things we could have done was just amazing. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here's five do. minutes on why you're all dumb. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of those guys are really good at that. And yeah. It does help you learn to hear those different ideas of where it could go. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I feel like that's not really my thing. Yeah, Especially in a business that's um, not historically awesome to female performers. Uh, having that also in your arsenal of just knowing that, you know, no matter where you are in your life, you can be funny and and that will always, should always win. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely feels good inside <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i think it, i think it's a good safety net and like with acting i mean you know there's definitely those moments where i'm like am i acting well you know you know like when you're like if you're trained like juilliard or whatever like people like i'm sure they have like that background yeah. where they're like i know my technique or whatever and i'm yeah. like i'm just thinking of sad stuff you know but, like, <laughs> so, but i think with improv though it is that feeling of like i like that just that that confidence like i can do anything whether that's true or not you have that inside of you and you know you're not afraid to take the risk but is that weird is but then is it weird to when you get onto a especially a big movie and they're like okay take 12 and you're saying the same thing over and over again yeah like, what do you mean? Like, is that like, I want... Well, just if you're improvising, imp- it's like, improv- oh, you did it and you don't even have to think about it again. It's done. You move yeah. on to the next thing. It's But sticking on the same... Yeah. To where you don't... Like you said, why don't... I guess I'm doing this right. Yeah. I think there's that feeling of, like, at least you can kind of infuse the improv a little bit and changing it up and trying to find a different approach to the line or making it a little bit different. Um... But yeah, I I don't I I don't mind it as much. I actually like not improvising within scripted things. Like I like sticking to the script. Um, I feel like I don't know. I I I don't feel as comfortable when someone like lets it. I don't know. I mean, maybe that's not true. I can improvise within something if someone allows it. But like, I don't necessarily do that myself without being told. Like, oh, feel free to improvise within this. Right. Like, I won't just like go off and like add a button to everything or whatever. Like, some people yeah. do that, but I don't know. It's not really my thing. I think some people. I think with some people, it's sort of expected. But I think if it's not expected of you and you start doing it, then people are like, what are you... Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't want to be like annoying either with that where it's like, <laughs> I'll just riff. Like, yeah, just... Don't worry. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> I know a bunch of people agreed to these words specifically, but I'm... Well, did you read, I got it. I got did you read the script? Yeah. Did, you, did you look over I this? I did. I got some yeah. ideas. It's yeah. funny. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we wrote all the words. Just watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just watch me. <laughs> Lead me in with the thing. But you said exactly how that line you is. Know yeah. You do your thing. You do your thing. You know there are people that do that. Like, there are, I yeah. Show them how fucking awesome. Yeah, is it? And I mean, it works for people too. I don't know. It's just not my instinct to like go off. I can't. Mm. It, if I met, if I well, I, I don't. 
I, I don't I have to audition. I mean, I don't audition for acting stuff anymore because it's, it never really worked out. But being in those situations where you could just hear everything that was going on in the room. Oh, like an audition. Yeah, when you're at the audition. Oh it's the my worst. God. Mm. And you can hear how someone's doing it and you're like, oh, I was going to do it differently. Should I do it like how they did it or should yeah. I just stick to what I, or are they wrong? Or I even if they're yeah. doing it poorly, you're still in your head about it because you're hearing it being done yeah. by someone else. Yeah. Well, just like I remember it was like up to me and one other guy for this part in a show. And it was like, you know, like co-lead and like I hear the guy doing his thing. And I remember that I never have confidence with anything I do. But I remember going like, <laughs> nice try, buddy. That's the worst way you could have done that. And then he got the part. Oh, wow. <laughs> but like I was like, it's like serves me right for like just shitting on that dude. Did you go yeah. the, afterwards, you're going to go. How about that guy? Yeah. Shitty audition. Yeah. Right? Yeah. This guy seems like a dick. Let's do the other guy. Yeah. yeah. It's the uh, the when you're auditioning. Do you just go in and – I'm just curious because I, I don't know how other people do it. Do you, do you just immediately go into the material or do you try to like establish a rapport or say something silly? Or? Yeah, I don't. I usually just say hi or whatever. And I mean I don't try to like – I hear people doing that too and that actually psychs me out more sometimes when you hear people being like, how are you? Like, oh, I, hate I hate it when they know the casting director people. It's the fucking worst. Jen, like, yeah, how's they, the baby? You're like, oh, so shit. Much. She knows her fucking baby. Yeah. <laughs> Never forget this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. That's so weird. And I mean, I definitely, you know, if you know the casting people, like, I'll talk to them for a second or whatever, but I, I don't try to make a deep, lasting friendship. Hey, Jen, how's the baby? My baby's dead. <laughs> yeah. Someone, wait, someone did this to me. Wait, this was the worst fucking thing ever. I met this girl, and I was, like, at this, like, at a bar, and she was someone's friend, and then I was talking to her, and she's she was like a writer, and I was like, oh, what are you working on? She's she's like, oh, well, I've been busy. I took the last nine months off or whatever, and I was like, oh, what were you doing? And she's like, oh, I had a baby, and I was like, oh, that's so awesome. Congratulations. Uh, what's your baby's name? And she's like, well, it he died. <gasps> and I was like, I immediately started crying, and then I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm really sorry. That's horrible. And she was like, oh, no, I'm just kidding. Oh, like, oh, fuck you. And then I couldn't Jesus stop crying because my brain Christ. couldn't catch up to what happened because it was so rude. And, like, everyone at the table, like, thought I was crazy. I didn't know anyone. I was just, like, crying with this girl oh, that I just shit. met. And I'm like, oh, no, I just, wow, oh, it was uh, really, that yeah. took me off guard. I didn't know what to Are say. Are you sure you're okay? She just said the baby was fine. It was yeah. a joke. Fuck oh. you and you're not dead, baby. <laughs> it's like such a horrible joke to you just met. That is, that's that's that is a, a dumb re- joke, too. It's like, uh... Like, uh, what's your name, Jack? Re- oh, hi, nice to meet you, Jack. I'm kidding. It's Jerry. Oh, yeah, there's some people that no, and don't. She didn't, she didn't have a baby at all, by the way. Like, oh, there was no baby. That. Oh. She, that was even, a, the whole thing was fake. Oh, see? Then the, the whole like, yeah, bit doesn't have any legs. No. Uh, co- I would say comedy is a com- ghost. Comedy is <laughs> a sword, and not everyone should wield it, because some people just like, <laughs> clank, clank, yeah. clank, clank, stab, stab. It was stab. horrible. Yeah, yeah but that's me most of the time, but sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, uh, my, my point is valid. But, uh, <laughs> But but I mean the some people really think that comedy is about is yeah I never understood like that yeah. oh so you just lied to me about your name and that's funny because I why would it like because now yeah. I look dumb or something yeah yeah exactly I don't know. it's weird I hate it so much same yeah. kind of people that do that joke are like same people that say like that's hilarious. <laughs> that's, yeah. Who says that? Instead of laughing? Yeah, yeah. Unless, Al- Unless Alec Baldwin is introducing yeah. his wife. Who else says that? <laughs> I've also heard guys go, that's comedy. Oh, that's comedy. That's yeah. disgusting. Yeah. Well, they must be watching TBS. <laughs> yeah. Well, very, very funny. funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. That's hilarious. Then Andrew Savage used to a bit about that where she would just go, laughing, because we were just saying yeah. the words of whatever you're feeling. Yeah, every once in a while at Meltdowns, like, there would be a laugh. And Kumel will like start to make fun of it. Like, don't make fun of anyone's oh, laugh. Like that TJ Miller joke. It's like, you know that sound you make when you're feeling pure, unbridled oh joy. God, I did that. It once. sounds dumb. <laughs> I did that once. I've I, done it before. I was yeah. working on a. I was working on a sitcom in the nineties, nineteen hundreds, and uh, we we were a few episodes in, and there was an a, there was an associate producer who was an older woman who was beloved. Because she had worked on a million shows and everyone just loved her, and I didn't really know her that well. And her laugh sounded like this: "Aha!" And so <laughs> like she just caught somebody doing yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she jumped out there on the freeway with your bike. Yeah. Aha! I never had a baby. So we t- we did this. See? So uh, we did the run through in the afternoon for all the writers and the executives and everything. And she was there. And uh, after, like in the middle of the scene, after one of the, I, deli- I delivered some joke and. She just went, aha! And I go, who is sarcastic laughing right now? That's really not cool. Oh! And then there was just got really quiet. No. And she was just like, no. And then afterwards, the producer was like, 
Um, that was that was Meg, and, she, and that's just that's really how she laughed. Yeah, <laughs> you should hear her crying. Wah 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 wah. Batman and Robin that's think cute. they can find me. <laughs> wah Yeah, so I I sent her a, I sent her a bunch of flowers. Oh, that's I was nice. Like, Never stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I felt so. <laughs> that was which is crying? even worse. That's amazing, you piece of shit. <laughs> 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 I was a piece of shit. Yeah. I, I meant <laughs> never stop laughing, you fucking asshole. Uh, but I thought well, I don't write on this. I guess I'll, no, uh, never no. stop. Could you? Yes. No. That's what I want to write. I think. Sorry, I said, sorry I said you sounded yeah. ridiculous. What yeah. am I supposed to say? What was I sure. to, say? <laughs> to say, I am such an asshole. I'm so sorry for the misunderstanding. He essentially wrote that. Yeah. I am such an <laughs> asshole. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. What was your other option? You do you. <laughs> you do you, boo. Yeah. Oh, God. God damn it, Chris. It's just. It's oh, di- it's like I was younger words. and stupider. Never stop. Uh, I did something <laughs> No, you know, truthfully, I was kind of being like a fedora nerd, like, never stop laughing, my lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I know. Yeah. Um, what was your... What no, was I did one like that a little bit. Well, it's not, it's not that bad, but... <laughs> no, there was... I was doing a show, like, this was like two weeks ago, and there were these girls in the front row who were screaming. Like, they weren't laughing. They were, like, screaming anytime something happened. Like, ah! Like, that was, like, their laugh, I guess. Oh. But, like, it was getting to the point where it was really distracting, and then during the show, I, like, opened the window in my scene. I was like, who the fuck is screaming out there? And then they stopped completely and then they like, stopped for the, and I felt horrible because uh, I was like oh they were having fun and I ruined it and I thought it was funny oh that is funny especially yeah. the space work of having to it was, it was <laughs> yeah. right in front of their face so. <laughs> 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 but they they got self-conscious I remember <laughs> I remember there was one time I did ASCAP monologues and you were uh, you were one of the improvisers and like I said like something about like a like a shitty baby like I said the term shitty baby oh, talking yeah. about something and then like you ended up doing like uh, it's like uh, I forget who else was in the thing, but someone was like pregnant, and I was like, "I have bad news about your baby. It's a shitty baby. <laughs> Look at this sonogram." Uh, oh, and yeah, I'm like, and then, yeah, yeah. And then you like got it. You had it just like like you're just like wham. So fucking good. <laughs> oh my god, I miss ASCAT. I, don't know, I haven't done ASCAT in like you five years. Do it. Yeah, you do it? I would love to. Yeah, I would love to do you a little, little monologue. It's yeah. fun. Just email Susan. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell her too. I'll prepare some bits. No, no, no. Wait, what? No, what are you supposed free. to do? Yeah. Be free. <laughs> That'd be yeah. really fun. Yeah. Uh, it's a blast. It's yeah. how, how would you, I mean, I, I know you said you're, you wouldn't be a good teacher, but how do you, I guess you've just been doing it for so long, but when you get into the moment, does your brain ever kind of lock up and do you have a thing that just kind of like unlocks it and smacks your um, higher reasoning out of the way? I definitely have like every, I feel like a couple times a year I'll have like a show where I am so in my head and I'm like really self-conscious and like I feel like I'm not being funny and it makes you not funny because you're just so aware of it and usually i can't do anything until after and then i just hate myself so i can't <laughs> i usually can't if, I've, if i'm on that path i can't really stop it um but it's rare enough that i it, i don't have to worry about it too much because i almost good. i almost kind of thought that that the the push to try to be funny is actually the wrong you don't want to do that yeah. right? you just you just want to represent the information as kind of literally as possible totally. and not I, I'm guessing and not like I'm going to make a great joke right now because that's yeah. not that doesn't really j- jokes are inherently self-indulgent and you don't want to suck up the scene yeah you know? anytime that you kind of are thinking like this will be good it's like <laughs> it's gonna suck because, mostly because of your energy I don't know like it's like yeah. I have to just like yeah kind of try to get rid <laughs> of that perfect this will be good mm-hmm. This will be good. Well, later they get a lot of this. (laughs) You're going to like this. This is going to be great. You keep on smirking to yourself before saying every line. You should probably What do you mean? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, me. (laughs) No, yeah. I try to avoid. Yeah, it's usually better if I'm just not expecting anything to happen from it. Um, Who's in the main ASCAT company now? It's um, Matt Besser, Ian Roberts, Matt Walsh, um, Zach Woods. And then uh, me and Joe Wingert, Sean Conroy, and then we have like Andy Daly and um, Horatio and um, I might be forgetting. That's a fucking somebody, killer but, lineup. Yeah, yeah. that's an insane yeah. lineup. Yeah. yeah, 
Those Sean Conroy guys. was probably the scariest teacher I ever had. Really? Yeah, the he's intimidating. Teacher. I've heard that yeah. so many times. Really? Yeah, I never had him. But just he, he walks in like a like an old professor. Like it's like everyone's in, and for some reason he's just not in the room in the beginning of class. And then like the class starts, and he just kind of saunters in. Oh yeah. Or it's like he's about to go look to your left, look to your right. <laughs> In one year, none of you will be doing improv. <laughs> none of you. Yeah, yeah. Carpe diem. Yeah, but he's yeah. also like so sweet. He's like a big old Santa Claus. He's yeah, great. he really yeah. is. I love Sean. But I can see if I was a student, I'd be like, oh, Sean, yeah. please like me. Just like early 20s, you're like, yeah. well, I need your validation. Yeah. You're the funniest. <laughs> if you don't like me, I'm going to ride a bike on the freeway in my 20s. <laughs> he, he had a joke I always love so that if you're, traveling, if you're traveling abroad and you're going through customs and they say, oh, you should never say this. And they go, are you here on business or pleasure? Pleasure is my business. <laughs> the business of pleasure. Uh, so uh, I, I definitely want to come. I'll, yeah, I'll, email, yeah, do I'll it. email Susan. I will too. And hopefully not fuck you guys up too much. No. Because the, the trick is really just to answer as honestly as possible without thinking about what you're saying. Right? Yeah, like you'll get like a word from the audience and then whatever story you think of, you just tell that story. Even if it's not that complete. Like, I mean, we'll have people tell like, you know, a one minute story that has like barely any details and it's fine like, yeah. you know what I mean like, it doesn't have to be anything but details are kind of like details are the best yeah the best one it's time just, I was yeah. on stage at UCB and someone threw out the word corn kernel and I mm-hmm. told a story like you don't want to do right that's the yeah. story the meta yeah. guy the, the best the, the best route is just to kind of almost at first free associate like yeah. if someone says like corn oh corn makes me think of uh, you know I, I mm, corn on the cop boom doctor boom uh, but like yeah, then like you'll and then your your brain will find a like yeah. a route uh, yeah. into it, and then like but the details are what they'll all attach to. Yeah, and we find definitely things. need the details. Yeah, like I've told some like insanely sad stories on stage before, and but if you put details in them, uh, they'll they'll be fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can, we can I, I finished one. I don't know why, but it was just like you know you're struggling to find a story, then you're like here's a story, and then you start it, and you're like this is a oh, bad yeah, story. Really bad. Everyone and your dies. Like, no. Yeah, and you keep on saying it. I remember one time uh, Besser was just like he's like. Well, thought it was a comedy show. <laughs> I feel like I was there for that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They keep on asking me back. What guys You're great. I'm fun. It's fun. No, it's good. Would you ever do, do would you ever go to Broadway? Oh my god, I would love to do something like that. It sounds scary though. To do so many shows a week. I mean it's so intimidating, but I think it'd be really fun. I think after like the third one, you would probably just go into autopilot. Yeah, yeah. One of the girls from Orange is the New Black is going to be in The Color Purple now on Broadway. Oh, wow. Um, Which yeah. one? Kate Mulgrew. Uh, Danielle Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> she plays Tasty. Oh, yeah. Tasty's yeah. great. Yeah, she's amazing. God damn. What's um, your favorite thing to work on? You get to do a lot of fun stuff. Yeah, I I, I guess my favorite thing right now is doing Clipped because I really enjoyed The cast was so great. We had so much fun. Um, Does George Wendt ever regale you with tales of what it was like? You missed. You yeah, missed. He, yeah, he, yeah, he does. Well, you heard the jet. You heard the No, that's my, that's my big jazz, good one about but I cheers. Know about, but like... I tried to avoid asking him too many cheers questions because I'm like, I really want to ask a million, but I was like, I that's like the only one I really asked him about. Because I want to know like what the catering was like there because I heard rumors oh, well, that it was like out. fucking lobster every every night. From the restaurant upstairs? No, From the Bull and Finch. That was just a set. Yeah, but it was another show that had it was in the battle of lobster place. that's right that's right Jonah. Yeah. i'm so curious like how he perceives the whole show and the situation just from his you know his career is so amazing yeah like, it's gonna be very it must be weird to like be on a new show with all these like young idiots and being you know, but, yeah yeah, yeah so. i think especially back in those days when when network really was a powerhouse yeah i mean and, and being on a hit sitcom meant that 25 million people right. were watching yeah. your show 40 million people were watching your 13 show 13 years when we were, when oh, we were, was that that long yeah jeez oh, that's crazy when we were doing yesterday kevin and i were recording the fraser podcast and we i pulled up the article of when kelsey Grammer flipped over his dodge viper <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> it was like this is the most '90s thing that ever happened. That is so Kelsey Grammer, and then at the very end of the paragraph, uh, LA Times wrote, uh, "The sports car was a gift from NBC for Fraser yes. doing so well." No, uh, they all got cars. I think like Roseanne. I remember hearing a story about Roseanne getting a car, and like, yeah, it was crazy. I think the I last mean, time that happened was like Will and Grace. Everybody got a, and that's Porsche. our creators. So maybe they'll just do oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. That would be Awesome. We got you all these pairs of scissors, but it's like it's like the network going, "Oh, get all this extra money. Let's give it away." It's they so gotta weird. T- they got to take a loss. They got to spend crazy. that money. 
But yeah, it's I mean, it's, loss, it's so though. different now. I mean, we had our like premiere party last week and or Tuesday. It was a couple days ago, and um, it was at Red Lion. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was at someone's apartment. But you know, we just hung out and like and George. We like we're all live tweeting because we have to yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And George is sitting there like. How can you guys watch the show while you're doing this? Like, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> we're all just like retweeting yeah. each other, like looking down the whole time. Comment like, first, soak in information later. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's so weird. Did anyone watch the show? No. I, <laughs> no, I was just listening for shit I could tweet. Like, Got a lot of faves, yeah. though. <laughs> so what's everything that you've worked on in the last year that people... Because you've popped up on so many different things, and I know people absolutely know your now they especially now with Jurassic World they, of course they're gonna it's a lot know more who you yeah. are but what's everything you've worked on in the last year uh, I have some stuff to be coming out I did Drunk History as a narrator so that'll be coming out oh, nice. soon and I did another period which nice. uh, next was a great show episodes, oh my gosh I want to watch it I think it's really funny yeah. uh, I did the meltdown the meltdown Johnny well June uh, 30th you'll be on the second episode Yay. When is it? June 30th? Uh, so June 30th is oh, the first the episode. So, yeah. um, July 6th. Right? July 6th. trying to think what else. I did a movie in Mexico uh, around Christmas that's called One Shot, and it was um, Topher Grace is the lead. And, nice. Uh, it's a fun movie. It's like all about behind the scenes of a Broadway show, actually. You said Broadway. Um, so it's like the the as everything was going on right before the show, and the, while the show's going on, things are going crazy, and we're all running around, and I play what like the little... like person with a headset who's in charge of things and we gave you this part because no one else gesticulated wildly with <laughs> well yeah she's like actually she can't talk she gets so nervous so like words don't come out and she's like something's <laughs> going wrong but it's a fun thing and so yeah we shot that in mexico city but it's supposed to be new york so it's kind of funny sure yeah a lot of tax it's actually so there. weird because yeah and it was so weird because you know, I'd never been there. I don't know if you guys have been to Mexico City, no. but it's like it's definitely got like highs and lows to it. I mean, there's like some extreme poverty there, and we like rode you know in a van to go shoot this movie up this like crazy mountain, and you see people like like with like selling tires and like weird things like crazy. You know, everything poor people were doing in Mexico, and then you pull up, and there's just a regular old like studio. Like it's like oh, weird. it looks like you're just like Warner Brothers. Like it's <laughs> so bizarre. That's crazy. It's just like a soundstage, and yeah. And they have weird. a New York backdrop. Yeah, well, yeah. We, it all takes place indoors, so they just like. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, there's just cool like city, one though, outdoors. Right? Oh yeah, it was cool. I mean, yeah. I had a good time, um, but I wasn't supposed to like really go out alone much because you get kidnapped and stuff. Yeah, and so that's a bummer. About yeah, <laughs> so it's a little bit down, weird. Yeah. Don't ride your bike to the beach. Yeah, I wouldn't. They try shot it. a few big scenes in the new James Bond movie in Mexico City. Yeah, and then Mexico gave the production like twenty million dollar in tax breaks just to make sure that Mexico City looks like a real fun good time. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, while I was there I watched like a movie I only had a few channels on the TV and like that what's that movie where it's um Denzel Washington and Dakota Fanning and he's like protecting her from kidnappers in Mexico oh, City. That, oh, like, it's literally what on fire? Yeah. Yeah. And so like I watched that like while I was there and I was That's like, not a good oh. job. Uh, <laughs> oh, you should not watch that it's at like, all. Why was it was the only thing in English. <laughs> I was like, all right. It was under it was listening to comedy in the Mexico City Hotel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this will be I, fun. I watched Man on Fire, Taken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Training Day, all yeah. the good comedies. Yeah. yeah. All the best ones. So fun. And then what else? Did you worked on Orange too? I didn't do season three. So you didn't do season yeah. three. But yeah. Why didn't you do season three? I would have loved to. My character was fired in season two and I mean, but it's kind of open ended. Uh but yeah, I just didn't yeah. Didn't work out. They're going to want you back now. I wish they would. It's <laughs> so fun. Now, is that show, you know, the, I watched the first season of that show, and which I really liked, but I, I, I honestly felt like, oh, is this a com? It, like, it, it didn't, sometimes it felt like, oh, this is like kind of a wacky comedy. Other times it's like, this is not a comedy. Yeah. Like, I couldn't really decide. That's what makes it so good. Yeah, I know, but, 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 some, I think sometimes, it was hard yo, bro. to tell that when I came into the show. So, I mean, I, I, my first episode was like six episodes in and I hadn't read any of their scripts. So I only had my little like stuff to go on and I would be like, you know, I'm a corrections officer. So I was like be- taking it seriously and trying to like be a corrections officer. Yeah. And I just, I know that I don't look like that, but every time I would do something, they'd be like, that was so funny. And I'd be like, Oh, okay. That was funny. Okay. Cause I was trying to be serious, but no, that's good. Yeah. That's good. That's, that's what you want. And that's great. Um, but yeah. And I think over time I figured out the tone a little more cause it is very, you know, it totally shifts from moment to moment. Yeah, yeah. That's well, why they had such a hard time with the categories with nominations yeah. because it was like, is it a comedy? Is it a drama? Like, mm-hmm. it really isn't either. It really isn't. Like, it's just dramedy, a good show. Like, dark you know? comedy well, or something. No, yeah. There's no good show com- category. Right. Can we just put it in the good show category? <laughs> yeah. 
Do you want yeah. to be nominated for best comedy, best drama, or best good show? Yeah. <laughs> all of the above. <laughs> <What's> so, <laughs> made real eye contact with all, me, all of the, the above. above. Yes, Master Hardwick. I think season three is a lot more of a comedy. As I mean, there's been there are dark moments in it. But I was watching it this past weekend, and it is like tons more jokes. It is more like cle- I would put it in that category. Yeah, for yeah. sure. But it won't be able to now because it's they made comedies only half hour. Wait, really? That's the category now. It's like you can't have oh, an so hour it, comedy. It, for the Emmys, it's a drama. Yes. Yeah. So that that's the Emmys. Like yeah. it's like you know you can't so have an hour interesting, comedy. That's so interesting that they made that delineation. That's so weird. It Why is can't weird. a comedy be well, ha- an hour? Well, it's because it's. I think it's just you. Know, you have more time to. Because can like, anyone sustain that? That's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think I think it's because it's like you know it's it's uh, it's tough because it is a funny show and it is a dramatic show, but it's also like taken away from like shows like Veep that are just like funny. Right. Those are, that's a comedy. Well, yeah, I think it's hard. Yeah, if you're comparing them. Yeah. But, but that's know, literally so what happens. But then it, at can't, an it can't go against a drama because it's like dramas are dramatic. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's they should do a thing where it's like best in show, where it's like a, you know at the end of it, all the different breeds go up against each other oh, to find out what cool. is the best show. So I know it's a watch. <laughs> Christopher, <laughs> Christopher Guest chooses it's just for yeah. you to figure out. Just, what to just watch. for me. <laughs> if someone's not picking for me, I don't. Know I think what that'd to be do. too difficult. I think that'd be that'd be that is so subjective. Yeah. yeah. Because you just don't. Well, it's called the People's Choice Awards, I believe. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. best show. Yeah. <laughs> best everything. Yeah, the coolest. I voted. Thanks, People.com. I mean, you know, like with dogs, you can sort of go well of this breed. You know, this is the best example of this breed, and it's better of an example of this breed than that dog is of that. I mean, it's like there are there are stricter parameters, but with entertainment, it's just sort of like how would you decide? I guess with people's choice, they just let people. They just let fucking what tickles your fun yeah. button, you know. But now it's so interesting to see all of the. I mean, it really is a popularity contest because you see just all the billboards all over town right now for your consideration, for your consideration, yeah. for your consideration. Yeah. Because the Emmy voters. Like, you know, most of them, I would imagine, I mean, I think it'd be great if they watched everything that they're voting for, but they probably don't because there's right. only so much time in a day. And so I'm sure sometimes it's just like, oh, I've heard of that. Like, click, right. you know? Yeah. So It's so weird. My brother was just visiting and he was like, he was pointing out those billboards because you would never have those anywhere else. But you kind right. of forget about that when you live here. Oh, like, yeah. no other city has a for your consideration mm-hmm. billboard because they don't give a shit. Yep. <laughs> well, maybe for like, you know, measures of law. Right. Like, uh, for your consideration. No more, you know, yeah, right. Proposition 12C. Yeah. <laughs> No more, no more shitty babies. No more shitty babies. Well, Lauren, thank you so much for being here. Thank Never stop so laughing. <laughs> Only if you send me flowers with a card that says that. Yeah. <laughs> if there's one thing <sighs> so I can say before I go. <laughs> Never stop, stop laughing. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Was it that bad? Yeah, that was a very cringy story. That was amazing. <laughs> it, is, it, it, it is cringy. It's it is hilarious. cringy. A great story. To I was share. young and stupid. Lauren Lapkus, uh, plug anything quickly if you want to plug clips. Plug your or, podcast. Yeah, plug your, plug your to podcast, my podcast again. It's called With Special Guest Lauren Lapkus. It's on the Earwolf Network and iTunes and Stitcher and everywhere you can get podcasts. And you can follow me on Twitter at Lauren Lapkus. And and Clipped. And Clipped is on TBS Tuesdays at 10, 9 central. Watch it. I have to say I'm very impressed. Uh, TBS really is is like making a run for good comedy stuff. Yeah, right now. yeah. And I think the show is funny and I hope people like it. So Excellent. watch it. Well, yeah. again, open invitation if you want to come to the Nerdist Theater, if you guys want to cool. do like a, just a random improv night or yeah, whatever. Yeah, you should come to ASCAP. I will absolutely. Great. Enjoy burrito, everybody. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books.